Welcome to What's on the Block, a podcast hosted by X4 Technology, getting answers to the biggest questions on blockchain and the metaverse. The virtual world has a global community of innovators, and we are here to tell you what they're up to. My name is Maxine, and I'm here with Rahul Sood, who is the CEO and co-founder of Irreverent Labs, to talk about understanding the metaverse and its future. Rahul, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So how would you define the metaverse? How would I define the metaverse? <laughs> Such a great question. Um, there's a lot of hype around the word metaverse because of Facebook, obviously. Um, but there's some reality to to what the metaverse actually is. I, I think of the metaverse as a, it would be an augmentation to the existing world that you live in, where you know, you're, you're walking along the streets and you see augmentation through your glasses, um, like data and, uh, and characters and, um, you know, other things that happen around you in, in, in a parallel universe, I guess you could say. Uh, otherwise, it's kind of an escape from reality. So, you know, uh, I've been involved in uh, the AR, VR space for a number of years. And in fact, um, one of the companies that, that I was invested in many years ago got acquired by Apple in 2017. And we used to say, welcome to the metaverse. Uh, in fact, we used to own the, the, the domain metaverse.se. <laughs> and um, it was, uh, it, uh, the idea was that, you know, we're, we were building a, a, a augmented reality headset with cameras on the outside. So it wasn't an isolating experience. But, you know, there's so many different metaverses now that, 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 that are out there. And so it's a little bit fragmented. And, you know, in, in the, the, the neat thing about these, like the, the blockchain in, in, in blockchain games is you're creating these, these in-game assets that should be able to transcend or go to different metaverses. But right now it's not actually possible. And... That's the kind of thing that my company works on, uh, you know, is, is trying to make it possible for you to take your assets with you into other worlds. So what is the point of the metaverse? There's people coming from it, you know, from, from a background of loving this kind of thing to, you know, being many years removed from being interested in this sort of digital world. So what is the point of it and what is the point of it for everyone? Well, I mean... I think it's sort of like a, like it, 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 it's ideal escapism, I guess. You know, I don't know if you've ever tried wearing a um, you know a, a, a AR headset before and and gone into a different world to see the things that you can do, but it's pretty neat. Um, you know, as I said, it is a little bit isolating. So if if you're if you're sorry, that's VR. I mean, but if you're doing something in AR, uh, the point of it is to is to augment your mind with more information and. You know, to to help you make smarter decisions, to uh, to to enrich your world, as it were. You know, as you as you as you go about your daily life. So, you know, there's a lot of really great things that can happen in in the metaverse. There's also a lot of you know neat things that can happen within within the gaming realm of the metaverse, which is really what's driving this whole thing is gaming and entertainment. I don't know if you've heard of Roblox, for example, but it's 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 kind of a a, a, a a, a, a totally closed world. If you were, if you were to like look at different metaverses, some of them are open and some of them are completely closed. Think of Roblox as a closed metaverse. But there was, <clears throat> there was like a, a Gucci bag that sold inside of Roblox for more than the actual Gucci bag is worth in real life. And uh, and so it's it's a it's a great place for brands to participate as well. 
you know, especially these these luxury brands who are finding ways to to leverage their brands inside of these these worlds. So I know you you just touched on this a little bit in the context of Irreverent Labs. So some people are going to be listening to this and know a lot about the metaverse and are already very excited. And some people are listening having no idea what's going on. If you could explain how there can be more than one metaverse and what the potential is for them to interact, that'd be fantastic. Well, okay. So how there can be more than how there should be more than one metaverse anyways like if you think about facebook as this giant company who wants to own the metaverse that's not a good thing that just means that you know if you if you start building inside of facebook's metaverse you're essentially becoming you know part of this 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 massive machine that uh, wants to own the metaverse um and uh, and you know these decentralized worlds like uh, the sandbox and decentraland and um, you know Zed Run, all these places that are building different metaverses um, are uh, are are doing them in areas that people have have like niches. For example, Zed Run is building a metaverse around horse racing. You know where you <clears throat> you own these uh, these these digital thoroughbreds, you trade them, they live and breathe on the blockchain. Uh, you race every five minutes inside of their world, uh, and then you can actually take your horses into other worlds as well. It's kind of neat. Um, and uh, and you know, at Irreverent Labs, we're building this hundred-year game where we're creating these characters that are artificially intelligent NPCs that live as NFTs on the blockchain, and and so the user is able to have ownership of their characters. Um, and ultimately, we want the user to be able to take those into other metaverses. Speaking of Facebook, yeah, um, Mark Zuckerberg described the metaverse as a place where you'll be able to do almost anything you can imagine, get together with friends and family, work, learn, play, shop, and create. How far away is this from being a reality for the average consumer? Within a year, two years, like it's not that far. It really isn't. I mean, it's happening now, sort of. Um, but it'll happen. Uh, it'll happen a lot faster when the hardware for these uh, these types of uh, applications get better. Um, uh, you know, I've seen some of the like some of the hardware in labs, um, and I I'm I'm the kind of person that that's really into the the less isolating experiences. I guess you could say. You know, like as much as I, I enjoy wearing a VR headset for you know 30 minutes to you know, to play a game or do something like that. I can't do it for more than that because it's just too isolating and it's it's almost weird, right? Because you're, you know, you, you could be in a dark room, you can wear this headset and use the controllers and then it just seems like you're in a totally different world. Then you take it off and you're like, oh, I'm in my dark room again. Um, and uh, with, with, with augmented reality, it's totally different. So like I see it as if there's a way for me to enrich my existing life with, things that I have in the metaverse. That's pretty cool. Like, for example, if I can go for a walk with one of my horses, how cool would that be? Right. And, um, and I, and you can do that now sort of using AR on the, on, on your, uh, Android phone and you can take your horse outside, but you're, you're watching with your phone. It's just not a very good experience versus if you had say glasses on that, uh, that enrich your world, you'd be able to do that, you know, with like hands free. Um, and that's the, that's the kind of thing that's, um, I find quite, uh, amazing about this, this, uh, this space, the things that you can do, or you can imagine is, 
it, it like anything is possible. The infinite possibilities and the you know it, it doesn't isolate you. There's a there's a degree of socialization that's permitted on the metaverse that isn't necessarily permitted in other digital spaces. Family around the world, you know, you want to get together, play games, you know, that sort of thing. It's a really neat way to have sort of family reunions and you know and uh, and just enjoy each other's time, even though they might live in different corners of the world. It's super interesting. That would be amazing, especially about now in our world. I was going to ask you what is exciting you the most about the metaverse. Is that it? Or is there something else that's the most exciting thing coming up? Uh, I, I think what's exciting me the most is is uh, this, you know, my new company that I started. <laughs> so I'm just, just like completely blown away with the momentum and the, um, you know, the, the amount of investor interest in the space. Um, it's been, it's just been unbelievable, you know, um, and, and we're, we're, we're building something super fun, super hilarious. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been, it's just been uh, the highlight of my career. Absolutely. And um, so I, I read a recent article that virtual land is becoming much more of an investment um, as physical land or just as much of an investment as physical land in the metaverse. And if current trends continue, it will give early adopters a huge payout. So in your opinion, is the idea of companies spending millions on virtual land far away? No, it's not far away. And it's um, what, what's going to happen is the places that are are generating the most users are the ones that are going to do very well. Um, there's going to be other places out there that sell virtual land that are going to be ghost towns. Um, so, you know, you just have to be careful where you're buying your land from and, you know, and knowing who the players are and what's happening inside those worlds. If you're if you're buying land in the sandbox, um, you know I think you're probably okay. If you're buying land in Decentraland, you're probably okay. But you know anywhere else, I would be really cautious. So you know just because someone says I'll sell you some virtual land uh, does not necessarily mean it's a good thing. You know the the problem with stuff like this is you've got a this this crazy trifecta of a bubble happening. You know people are excited about cryptocurrency, they're excited about NFTs, and now they're excited about metaverse. And so, you know, what ends up happening is all these uh, these bad operators come out and they they try and find ways to take advantage of good people. Um, and they, uh, you know, they, they start selling fake shit to people, uh, you know, just to enrich themselves, I guess. Scammers, basically. So there's going to be a lot more scams now than there were before. You just have to be careful. That's really important advice. Yeah, I think the other important advice that people need to do is is, is manage their online security. So, like, l- learn how to manage your online security using, you know, password management, multi-factor authentication, you know, things like that. Because now more than ever, online security is probably the most important thing for individuals. You've talked to us a lot about the stuff that's going on and the stuff that you're doing. So, you know, as a disruptor in the space, what have been some of your biggest learns so far? Biggest learns has has been um, that regulators still don't fully understand how to regulate this space, and um, and it's 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 harder to have a conversation with them uh, when their when their their immediate uh, assumptions are 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 either inaccurate or not well prepared. So what I what I say is just be really careful when you go into business and you try and you're trying to build something in a metaverse or you're trying to do something with NFTs or you know you're 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 trying to get into the space. It's an exciting space, there's no doubt, there's tons of opportunity. Um, 
but you know the 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 legal opinion uh, on what you're building is only worth the piece of paper that it's written on. So you should definitely do your own research and understand what it is that the regulators look for historically and what they're looking for in the future. But ultimately, um, it would be nice if if regulation caught up with the year that we're in, you know, not 1930. Rahul, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. That was Rahul Sood. Tune in next week to stay in the loop with What's on the Block.